Mueller and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Oh, what's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? Inside the Electric Factory, live, all the way live on the day before the day before you got Euler emotes for the next two hours. How we feeling, moting? Man, we talking penultimate. Is that what we're talking the today? Penultimate to the penultimate? We talking penultimate to the penultimate. Is that what we're talking today, baby? The day before the day before? Yeah, man. I'm excited. And you're, man, you just. You came in here, I mean, you know, you already chomping at the bit, ready to go. I mean, you got your decked head to toe in your purple with your JMU Dukes going tonight. You've got your debut. Season debut, yeah. Season debut, head coach Arthur Motes. Tell the people what's happening tonight. Man, listen, man. So, I got a jam-packed night. Obviously, we got the JMU Dukes. They got the uh, third round of the playoffs tonight on ESPN2. But yours truly, head coach of the South Fayette, 7th grade, Junior varsity travel basketball team. Yours truly is making his coaching debut tonight in prime time. 7.30. Friday night lights. Friday night lights, man. It's going to be beautiful. I'm excited. We had our uh, our little practice yesterday. A little pregame prep. I felt like Coach T. I'm looking at the girls' eyes. (laughs) Got him doing the proper walkthrough. I'm letting him know, look, it's what the game demands, all right? Now. I know everybody's everybody's not gonna be able to come out here on the same low, but I need everybody to play above the line. All right, I should not have to coach effort. And if I see you walking, you gotta remember, I have to ask myself <laughs> if you're not hustling on the court, I'm either coaching it or I'm allowing it to happen. Ooh. I can't do that, so I gotta make moves. And I'm just going through all my Tomlinisms. I was gonna say, did you already tell them that you know, okay, game one, oh, the fi- standards, the standard, the standards, the standard. But after game one, you better start finding new mistakes. Absolutely. And I, and I told them this. I said, look, the things that we're gonna get away with in the first half of the season, that's right. We're not gonna be able to get away with later on. You gotta be polishing your product, hey, polishing. And I said, it's all about the minutia. We was working on our defense. I said, see, right now, you don't want to talk. You just want to come out here and play defense. You gotta communicate. That's the minutia. Without that communication, how are we going to be successful? Huh? How are we going to know what you're checking to? Tell me, man. I'm ready, bro. And just because these girls better not think for one second, just because it's seventh grade basketball, that you're not coming with that intensity. Oh, come on, man. I'm telling you, I'm trying to average one tech per game. <laughs> well, yeah, because two would get you thrown out, right? Well, I- I'm not scared to get thrown out. That'd give me a little quick vacation. That's true. And uh, motivate the girls. Absolutely. Hey, coach got thrown out for us. Yeah, sometimes coaches get thrown yeah. out on purpose. It's like a, you know, no, it's a planned thing. The, the difference is this, though. At the NFL level, you get thrown out, you back the next week. Yeah. At my level, I get Uh-oh. thrown out. I got to sit like two games. Uh-oh. Put me in timeout. So if it's a if it's a long weekend ahead of us, I might go ahead and get that tech, get the, get the get the two piece, take the weekend off. That sounds good. If you ever see on the schedule that like, oh man, I'm gonna need next weekend off. Yeah. That's the move. Just get kicked out of the game before. Totally get thrown out tonight. <laughs> you already know the drill on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body Jam Packed Friday for Motsi. Jam Packed Show. For Yins on this Friday as well. You know we'll do some singing today. We got our Here We Go song. Buffalo. 
Bills edition. Ooh wee. Five Star Friday. Hey. Show me the money. We got to get that paper. Got a jam-packed show. But Arthur Motes, I got a question for you to uh, to set us off here today. All right. Oh, I want to know. This. I want to know in your opinion. Uh huh. When you look at these two teams, I'm nervous. Uh, two teams that are playing good football right now. Uh huh. Two teams that are in a playoff position as it stands right now. Uh huh. And two teams that have. I would say pretty clear-cut strengths and weaknesses, if that's if that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't think, fair. you know, when, when people evaluate the Bills and people evaluate the Steelers, I think it's pretty clear the few things that they do well, the few things that they leave some to be desired. Yes. Let me true. ask you this. As you know both of these teams and both of these organizations very well, when you are looking ahead to Sunday, in your mind, which where is the biggest advantage? It can be a single player. It can be a single unit for, for either team, for the Steelers or the Bills. Uh, it could be coaching. It, it could be whatever. In your mind, wherein lies the biggest single advantage that, that either franchise has on Sunday? Oh, man. That's a, that's a good question. I think there are two very distinct – well, actually, I'll say three very distinct advantages right now. Number one, obviously, is the coaching. I think uh, – I mean, Sean McDermott's a really good coach, don't get me wrong. But Mike Tomlin, his longevity, we we know the caliber coach he is. I think that's the first advantage. I think the second advantage is for the Steelers in terms of their experience in primetime. They play in primetime five, six times per year. So even the young guys. This will be the sixth time this year. Right. They've been in a numerous amount of primetime games, games with a lot of uh, ramifications Mm -hmm. or games with a lot of pomp and circumstance. So they're highly accustomed to that, whereas this Bills team and a lot of the guys on that roster have never played in games of this magnitude or in this spotlight. So I think that those two things definitely are major advantages for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I do think from a quarterback standpoint, the Bills have the distinct advantage there with Josh Allen. And I know – here in Pittsburgh, we, we love Duck. He, he's the, the cult following right now. Mm-hmm. We're getting hype, and he's starting to show a lot of things that are very promising. But we haven't seen him have the type of games that we've seen Josh Allen have. I know it's easy to say, well, Josh is inaccurate. Okay, cool, but you see how many touchdown passes he's thrown for. You see how many touchdowns he's run for. With that being the case, he's still highly productive, and when he's on, he's very on. Yeah. And that's the thing I think separates the two in that department. But from a defensive standpoint, it's hard to say it's a clear-cut advantage. I think that those kind of balance each other out in that regard because their defense is right up there with our defense. Depending on who you're talking to, what skill you want to go off of, the argument can be made either way. I think we definitely create more turnovers and sacks, and I think that definitely bodes well for us. But in terms of throughout the whole season, not when we talk about let's take away these first three games, first four games, a whole season standpoint, they're up there with the best of them. Yeah. They really are. I think it's a it's a bit of a prove it game for both teams. Absolutely. The Steelers want to prove that maybe not here in Pittsburgh, but I think there's a lot of people that doubt nationally outside of the the Steelers nation that they can really make much noise past what they're doing right now. If that makes sense, right? That, that like you kind of alluded like I mean Duck's been a great story. That defense is great. Coach Tomlin's got – he has squeezed every ounce of talent no out, out of that group possible. But I think there's a lot of people who think the story comes to an end eventually, right? Like the Steelers are a great story right now, but they've only got so high of a ceiling 
And, you know, most people, I think, think that that ends wild card weekend for the Steelers. That's about their ceiling. For the Bills, I think people are still kind of trying to figure out what that ceiling is. Very true. You know, they, they, they get thrown around a lot. Okay, well, the Bills, you know, if you look at the best teams they've played this year, they, they've struggled against and lost to most of them. Um, they went down to Dallas, and everyone was feeling good about the Bills on that Thursday win, but what really are the Cowboys? There's a, a lot of question marks, I think, about both of these teams in different kind of their own sort of way. How good can this team really be? And I think Sunday night, while it's only one game, right? And while these teams still have plenty of, you know, there'll be two more regular season games and then the playoffs, just because the Steelers lose, or if the Steelers lose on Sunday, doesn't mean they can't win a playoff game. If the Bills come here and lose on Sunday, that doesn't mean they're going to be one and done either. But I do think that's kind of, kind of, will be the national perception, Motsi, is that after this game, whoever wins this game, all right, well, they've got a real chance to make some noise in the and You know, they could win a game or two in the playoffs, while the other team, yeah, they've got a nice record, but we, you know, don't think they're going to make much noise when the time comes. Yeah, I, I agree with you in terms of this being a proving game for both organizations. Uh, me being the the former Bill, I've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of the Bills media mm-hmm. this week in particular and get a true temperature on their thoughts. And they say similar things in terms of they've had success, but they've struggled versus the teams that are winning. The, the teams with winning records, they've struggled against them. Um, in terms of like their big games, like the Ravens, obviously with the Patriots and stuff like that, like they've played them tough. But they felt they've fallen short. So for them, this is their chance to see how good they really are because they're looking at the Steelers team saying, hey, this team has historically been one of the top notch teams in the league. So that's how they view this. Whereas in Pittsburgh, we're saying, well, hey, what do we have in Duck? We've seen him look good, but good on a scale because 16 of 19 for 152 yards. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, you know what I mean? Like for us in Pittsburgh, because of what we've had to endure, we're like, oh, that's really good. <laughs> Even though if that was somewhere any other team, you're I'll like that. any other team, you're like, whoa, that's average at best. So I think for the Steelers, they're gonna we're we're, we're trying to figure out how good can Duck be because he played against uh, Cardinals defense that statistically isn't good, a Browns and Bengals defense that statistically has struggled. So this is gonna give us an opportunity to see just how good this offense can be. But I think the the thing that hurts the Bills is their lack of national exposure. We talk about the Steelers being a prime time yeah. every week. Before the Steelers even had a winning record, when they just got the 500, it was a totally different feel because of the prime time games, because of the national exposure. Everybody highlighting everything they do well. Whereas the Bills, they're winning games. No one cares. They 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 and they don't play like a flashy style either. Yeah, they that's run the big kicker. The ball. They run the ball, play defense. Very old-fashioned. It's safe, but they win so many games. Like, they obviously winning nine of them using that method. But because of them not having the national spotlight, because of them not having the highlight real plays, they are always overlooked. And teams or people, and especially fans, would just think of the Bills as, oh, it's the same team of the past. Like, they suck. And it's like, no, this is a legit team. Like, when you watch them on tape, they're legit. They have guys that can win. They have guys that can provide matchup problems for anybody. They certainly do, and we'll get into some of those matchups at 1 o'clock when it's time for Five Star Friday. Is it it Five Star? One guy I did want to ask you about, and I, you know, this could be in the Five Star Friday, so I don't want to go too specific into matchups here, but I, I think you just touched on it there that, the Bills aren't, you know, when you when 
fans turn on on a Monday NFL primetime, right? And they're, they're NFL live, whatever it's called now, and they're getting their highlights or it's Sunday night, right? And they sit down to watch football night in America. You're right. The, the way that the Bills have been winning games, the way they've been scoring points and moving the ball on offense, it, it's not like a Russell Wilson highlight up there, right? It, it's not like a Patrick Mahomes highlight. It's, it, it's not some of these, you know, the Ravens and their high scoring offense that we've seen. And then, I think you can combine that with a lot of names on the Bills that aren't just necessarily household names, right? Mm-hmm. Like you and I talked yesterday about Ed, Ed Oliver and how good I think that guy is, and he's a name I think will be known by NFL circles, by fan bases sooner rather than later. I think the same about Tremaine Edmonds. I said yesterday I think he could be one of the next great interior linebackers, yeah. the next Luke Keekley, the next Bobby Wagner type in, in the National Football Easily. League. Another guy that I really like, Motes, that I don't think many people outside of Buffalo talk about enough or really even have any idea about is the wide receiver, John Brown. To my smoke. <laughs> he, I don't think people know. Steelers fans and else, elsewhere, outside of Buffalo, I, I don't kid, think this guy gets enough right. respect. <laughs> I mean, by the end of Sunday night, he probably will have a thousand yards receiving. I yes, mean, that's real. He's like I think 40, 40 50 yards away. Right, from unless it. Like, he gets completely locked down on right. Sunday. Like they have some guys. I mean, John Brown has been balling out. Cole Beasley has been very effective as well this season. Devin, Devin Singletary's numbers aren't as eye popping because he missed a ton of time due to hamstring, but mm-hmm. he is a problem. He looks exactly like Lashawn McCoy, and I had the opportunity to be up there when uh, hosting their draft party. Okay, and I remember. When we were doing the announcements and, and talking about doing the breakdowns of different players that got drafted, that was the one thing when I watched this tape. I'm like, yo, he looks just like Shady. And they use him just like him, man. Mm-hmm. They get him the ball all type of ways and just let him use his make-you-miss ability. He's a problem. He's going to be a handful. You got him. You've got Obviously, Frank Gore. The, the ageless wonder. The future Hall of Famer. Uh, man, TJ, 80 years old out there. TJ Yeldon, too. I don't know if yeah. they've – I know well, his status is a little up in the air. Yeah, and with Yeldon, they've used him situationally when he's healthy. But that's the thing. He's dealt with some injuries. But, shoot, he was another beast. If you think when he <laughs> when he's, out, your, when like, he's your third running back? Yeah. That's a, heck, that's a heck of a stable. Yeah, and we'll get into a little bit more. I want to go a little bit more into the view from the other side when we come back, talk a little bit more about this Bills offense and this Bills defense, and also some less than encouraging news that came out of Steelers practice yesterday. Maybe we buried the lead here a little bit, but we will get hey, to that had to be him. when we return. We'll also take your tweets throughout the show. It'll be a little different. You know, Motsi, we usually wrap up the show with tweets. You sure about this? But on Fridays, we sure? sing and we you know get that paper. So it, 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 sometimes the last segment can be, it can be squeezed a little tight. So get your tweets in now. We'll answer them as we roll along at Wesley Euler at the body 52. The body. Inside the electric factory on the day before, the day before. Hey, hey, hey. The penultimate to the penultimate. You are mm-hmm. listening to Euler in Motes. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. (laughs) 
some unfortunate news coming out of practice yesterday, Motsi. Very, very unfortunate. And that was the early departure of practice by number 19, one Juju Smith-Schuster. Say it ain't so. A, a guy who's just... Before we get into what it means for the team, he's got to be frustrated. Uh, this, uh, for, a, for a multitude of different reasons, both you know within his control and out of his control... It's just, it's. I'm sure been a, been a frustrating season for him. Oh, without a doubt, he had high expectations for himself. The organization and team had high expectations for him as well. But obviously, due to the injuries that he sustained and that the quarterback position has sustained, mm-hmm. it hasn't been the type of year that he anticipated going into seeing going into the season. And as a competitor, it definitely sucks because you want to be your best self, you want to be your most productive self, and you don't get to this level without having that in you. Right. But the one thing I will say is this. He is handling it the best way you can in terms of still being very supportive of his teammates, in particular James Washington and Deontay Johnson, when they are making plays. And he's he's just being around. And that's that's a key thing, especially right now, man, when you're going through injuries, when you're mentally, it affects you. Mentally, it, it takes you someplace sometimes, man. You get a little dark, but he's making sure that he's around the guys and they're showing him love as well, man. So it's an unfortunate situation, man, but – like I said, he's got to make the best of it, man. Keep these wins rolling, baby. Yeah, we got a question uh, on Twitter this morning from our buddy Thrash. Uh, he said, if the Steelers win Sunday night, obviously would have huge implications towards a playoff spot. Uh, do they rest Juju the last two games? Uh, would you consider resting Juju the last two games, especially since it sounds like the Ravens will be resting Week 17? <laughs> Regardless, I think, even of the outcome on Sunday – what do you think are kind of the next steps here with Juju? Obviously, we don't know entirely, and we don't want to speculate just around the injury. We don't speculate that it's the media, bro. Well, that's true. We can. So, we always. A li- how about a little speculation? Okay, right, not yeah. rampant speculation. Just a, right, just a little, right. like just, just a smidge. Just, just think of it. Just a, a little, touch. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the next kind of steps are here for Juju? Does it matter what happens Sunday? Um, I think obviously, right, that just we don't know all the details, but the steps are always going to be play it safe. I think when you talk about a player of Juju's caliber, you have to play it safe. You have to understand that if you rush him back or he's not completely healthy and now you potentially damage him for the playoffs or long term, it's not worth it right now. And that's kind of how I look at it. It's not worth it. You're playing with house money. We talked about right. that. They they've found ways to be successful this season, but let's be real about it. Do you still view this team as a Super Bowl caliber team right now? I think they still have some work to do from an offensive standpoint sure. to get in that conversation. So until that is the 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 mindset, until that still until that is what this team is talked about mm-hmm. as. I don't see why you rush him back or James Conner back because you know those are going to be two of your horses. Or Vance McDonald. Or Vance McDonald, absolutely. Those are going to be your horses for next season. So you, if they are healthy to go, and they're health, if they're healthy and good enough to go this year, then sure you put them back in there. But by no stretch of the imagination do you try to expedite that process. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it by you. Expediting that process, you just. You got to take it day by day, week by week. As frustrating as that sounds, right? Because there's two P words that we hate on the show here: Ooh. potential and patience. Mm. And you, but you just got to be patient with it. It, it, it. It's as simple as that. Again, it's frustrating, but it just kind of is is what it is right now. You know, it is is what it is. You watch The Irishman? 
I did. It is what it is. It was. That's dope, what you're too. gonna say. It is what it is. Hey, What's that, that a, mean? It was a dope movie, though. It is what it is. Like What's that, that supposed to mean? That's what all is? you're gonna say. What does it mean? <laughs> On Twitter, <laughs> you know who that is. It's Jimmy Hoffa. It's Jimmy Hoffa. You know Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> On Twitter, at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. Uh, what? What? The Duck Jubin Haytenvo. <laughs> I love I was, it. I always gotta say it real slow because like there's some there's but, a couple potentials to get slipped but, but, up but in but there. But it's funny. It's funny because every time you start saying it, I'm always like, "Yo, what are you trying to say?" And then I'm like, "Oh, it's the homie. Uh, it's the our buddy on Twitter. What the duck Jubin Haytenvo <laughs> on Twitter asks: How do our wide receivers match up against their defensive backs and vice versas? And the most important question. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. This because that is really the most important question. So let's get to his first question mm-hmm. first. Uh, wide receivers and defensive and defensive backs matchups. Let's start with when the Steelers have the ball. Motsi, uh with in all likelihood Juju out of the fray. Uh, man, you got Tredavious White, very good. Uh, how do James Washington and Deontay Johnson stack up against those Bills, DBs, that Buffalo secondary? Man, I think that they always can present challenges just because of the speed and athleticism that they play with. I mean, obviously, Tredavious White is having a, uh, a top-notch He's very season, good. without a doubt. He's I, another one of those guys, underrated, man. Like we're man. talking about he, so many guys that are underrated. <laughs> right. Like, people who are quick to just be like, oh, man, none of those guys are start over here. I'm like... I can assure you, they have guys that could come here and play right away. I mean, I could think of three on the defense right, at least. Right away. Right away. Right away. So, with that being the case, it's like Tredavious is a really good corner. And Very good. Def- he's definitely going to present some challenges. But I think the same way they would take shots at Patrick Peterson, you still have to go at this guy. And I think if he's master versus James Washington, James, you have the size. Use your size. You, James Washington is going to be bigger than 99% of the corners that he faces while in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So you have to utilize that to your ability. You have to be quarterback friendly, and you have to continue to go up and be aggressive and get balls. Now, with Deontay, if he's matching up versus Levi, since obviously Juju is going to be out, well, that can I, I like that. I think that's a little bit more in our wheelhouse over there just because of Levi's still a good corner, without a doubt, but he's not only in the same caliber as a Tredavious White, so that bodes well for us. I think you're right. I uh, but then that's that, also depending on, the, on which Deontay are we get. Are we getting Deontay from this last true. game, or the inconsistency that we saw from Deontay early on? So that's another question. Hopefully, we're getting a uh, next step in the in the growth process, Deontay Johnson. Right? Yeah, that's that's definitely what you hope for. But it's just you know how it is. I feel about young players, man. Yeah. You never know. Which, they're like they're like the Forrest Gump chocolates, right? Man, it's a crapshoot, man. <laughs> Some weeks they look great. Some weeks they look not good. Not good. Uh, and then vice versa. The Bills wide receivers. Uh, we talked a little bit about John Brown, but how, how that core stacks up against the, the Steelers secondary. I mean, Steelers secondary we know can, can go against oh, any anybody. wide receiver core yeah. in the league. When I was going to say, I feel extremely confident. The only thing that scares me is John Brown's speed. I've seen him on numerous occasions run by people. And this is the issue. With our defense, as long as they're containing Josh Allen and not allowing him time to extend plays, I love it. But if we get that defense that was that was allowing Baker Mayfield in that Thursday night game to extend plays, use his legs and arm, now it's going to be a problem. Hmm. Because you're asking those guys to cover a lot longer, but then also the threat of Josh being able to take off for 15, 20 yards. That's a totally different ball game. So for me, 
I love our corners versus John Brown and Cole Beasley. I think Cole could provide some some issues mm-hmm. just with the way he runs his interior routes, similar to Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, those type of guys. And he's highly efficient and effective at Knows that. Knows how to find those empty right. spaces. So I think that's something you have to deal with. But the biggest thing for me is you have to keep Josh contained because if he's extending those plays, yeah, John is tough to run with for four, five, six seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and we've seen that happen to the Steelers, like you mentioned, against Cleveland and the Browns. We saw it a little bit with the Seahawks and Russell Wilson mm-hmm. as well, too. Uh, what the Duck Jubin Hayden foe also added, the most important question, multicolored lights or white lights on the Christmas tree? Go Coach Moats, get them. Ooh. This is for me. This is a Euler household debate right here. We need, get, we need to get Morgan. We need to get Morgan to sit down because mm. she can talk about this for an hour. Well, well, you know, I had to have your back too on Twitter, man, because she ain't with you on that call. That's duty, right. Man. <laughs> you not got your back, bro. <laughs> she already thinks I play too many video games. <laughs> Wifey looked at me like I was crazy when I had the video game one this morning. Babe, what are you doing? Huh? <laughs> just got to get it in. I was just warming it up. Just got to get it in. Just, multicolored just, or white lights? Man? I, I'm a multicolored light. I think, man. So I'm are multicolored. I, for me, I don't. I feel like when you just isolate it to white lights, I'm discriminating on the red, the blue, and the green bulbs. And I don't like to discriminate. I'm a very inclusive person. You are. And I feel like my lights should reflect my personality, <laughs> should reflect palette. my beliefs, should reflect that. So that's why I like the unity, unity. of multicolored lights. On my Christmas tree. Yeah. I'm multicolored lights on the Christmas tree all the way. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I, I don't dislike the, the classic look. Um, I think white colored Christmas lights have their place in decorations. Yes. Like, I think it's really cool when people like barns and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, like line them in white lights yeah. or like big buildings lined in yes. white lights. I do think that's cool. But yes, the question was on the Christmas tree. We go multicolored. And, and, and what do you think, buddy? What do you? What do you think? Yeah. Are you? Are you come a on, white? Wa- come on, what the duck? I was say what the what the duck. Are you a white Christmas light guy or are you a multicolor light guy? Yeah, maybe we'll make that a little side question of the day. Yeah. You could chime in on that too on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the body fifty two. The body. Uh, Dana wants we Dana wants to know your opinion on the optics of Juju going to parties while resting his knee. All right. We've gotten into this stuff a little bit, but, you know, it's possible. Yeah, Dana, no, no, no. Dana could be a new listener. Well, I, I do want to talk about it, and this is my issue. So the player side of me understanding how it really doesn't have an effect on his performance because you're resting similar to Le'Veon having the flu and going bowling. Like, as a player, I don't care. If you're not going to be in the game, you do what you want to do. As long as you're not out here about to kill yourself, like, that I'm cool with you. You know what I mean? I'm not worried about that. But I do think from a media standpoint and from a optic standpoint, just outside of the player realm, it doesn't look good because it gives the sense of, oh, you're not as committed to your job. No, you don't care. Right. Even though you think of the countless amount of hours that these guys spend perfecting their craft, watching film, it's like, man, what is a four hours away? Like, if it's 24 hours and you're spending a hard 10 of them guaranteed on football, what is four hours at a party when you? I mean, is he jumping up and down, going crazy? Is he crowd surfing? If he's doing that, then nah, I don't like that. But <laughs> if he's just sitting in a section having a drink and, and just enjoying the the vibe, yeah, I think this kid's what twenty three now. Twenty three, yeah, yet? he turned twenty three this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. twenty three years a couple old, weeks ago in the NFL, not married, no children. I mean, what, what's my man supposed to do? You hurt on top of that, so you can't even ball. You can't even do the thing that you love most. And I think you talked about that too a little bit, and how. 
Man, injuries for athletes can take you to a dark place. It does because that's typically like I don't want to say that's all you know, but such a big a part of your of guys, life. Such I mean, from such an early age mm-hmm. too, that's all you know. Everything is scheduled around football. Football is your life. If no, you sorry have, guys, I can't do that. I got football. Yeah, and that was my go-to. Man, I got football. I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. But just to think about how an injury can sit you on the shelf for two weeks man that's tough when you're not able to go out there and do the things that you love the thing that you have done so many times so routinely i mean they were talking about juju's first time being able to run straight earlier this week yeah like you know what that sounds like like that's crazy we're talking about juju smith schuster and his first time being able to run straight in the past couple weeks was earlier this week Mm -hmm. like those are the type of things that you deal with when you have the injuries and that's not even talking to the point of the fans that are hitting you up on social media talking about, we need you back out there for fantasy. Yeah. You're like, bro, what? My knee is jacked up. Are you talking about some fantasy football? Like, and that's more than just Steelers fans, yeah, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. That's football fans everywhere. So so it's, it's, yeah, sometimes you need to unwind, man. So me personally, as a player or as a former player, I never had an issue with guys that would go out. In fact, like I said, it was times that I went out. It was times that I went out probably when I shouldn't have been out either. And that wasn't good. <laughs> Well, we've all done that, <laughs> athlete or uh, athlete or non-athlete. I mean, I'm sure we could sit here yeah. and tell stories about that all day. But but the biggest thing is, man, as long as he's not jumping up and down and jeopardizing the knee while it should be healing, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I listen. The people who are questioning it, the people who are saying optically it's not a good look, I don't disagree with that. Correct. Like I, I, you alluded to that just a minute ago. It's it's 2020 already. All right. I mean, in 2020. Optics, man. I mean, we know this. With yeah. this current generation, with the the landscape of our country now, optics matter. A point blank period in every facet of life. But at the same, I, I, I like what you say too about. I mean, would you would you rather have the guy just sitting in his room, depressed, doing nothing twenty four seven? Now, granted, there's a fi- there's a balance there, right? There's a balance of resting that knee and getting right and doing everything you can to get back on the football field and help your teammates. While there's also the balance of not sitting around and being depressed and, man, what, what am I doing? I can't play football. I can't do anything. I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. It's got to be a balance. Yeah, and, just like doubt. everybody. You and have to have that work-life balance. Everybody, I don't care what you do. Yeah, and, and it's not easy sometimes in this profession because of the expectations, because of the access, because of the spotlight. But you have to be able to say, you know what, bump with anyone else is saying, I'm going to march to the beat of my own drum. I know I need to unwind because otherwise you self-destruct and you don't want to see that. What the duck Juben Hayden foe followed up. He said, my wife is all about the traditional white, but she's spicy and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the colors and extra decorations, but you got to pick your battles. Happy wife. Yeah, you know the rest. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about that. My wife likes colored lights, so we go colored lights. Yeah. <laughs> anybody who's anybody who's married knows that. Uh, Juju doesn't know that struggle, but anybody yeah. who's married knows that. Me, struggle. me and my wife. I mean, we we debate every once in a while about the hand towels in the bathroom, and she's like, "I want this color." I'm like, "All right, you got it." <laughs> Thrash, uh, Thrash says that he grew up on colored lights and loves them, but he said Thrash Metal Mom switched to white lights. Ooh, and I feel betrayed. Man. Thrash Metal Mom. Shout out. <laughs> and Thrash Metal Dad. I love it. Yeah, again, if you white lights, multicolored lights, let us know as we are now what, Mozi? 12 days. Wow. Wow. The 12 days of Christmas. 
on the 12th. Remember when that used to be a thing? Christmas. I feel like that's not a thing anymore, the 12 days. Now it's like the 55 days of Christmas because it starts in October. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but I do feel like tonight is like when the really good Christmas movies start on TV. Yeah. You get well, home alone. After these five-star matchups tonight, after these five-star matchups tonight, that's when we'll start breaking out the movies even more. We've already oh, watched yeah. Home Alone a couple of times. But Same here. We yeah, watched, we actually, we've watched The Grinch. I mean, you know my affinity yeah. for Jim Carrey. We, we, we're breaking out the holiday cookies tonight. Well, actually, tomorrow we're breaking out the cookies, getting our bacon, sugar cookies. Mo- it's like a Moats family staple. Mm-hmm. Every holiday sugar season. Cookie? Yeah, sugar I love cookies. got to do it. Yep. Decorate them up and everything. So Morgan said to me yeah. last night, when are we watching Die Hard? Oh yeah! And I said, "Oh, that's why yes. I married you. That's why I married Detective you." Tom McLean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On Twitter at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. We'll get to some more of your tweets and we'll do some singing when we return. That's right. We will unveil our "Here We Go" song, Buffalo Bills edition. Seven and one since we started singing, so you know we'll keep it going. And last week I only sang once, right? Because Mozi wasn't here. You know. I, uh, it just didn't feel right doing it more than once without my partner in crime. But now he's back. So we'll we'll sing here coming double up. Double up, double up. Coming up here in about five minutes, and then we'll sing the song again before we get out of here at the end of the show today. Again, get your tweets in at Wesley Euler at Dabody52. Rolling along on the day before, the day before the penultimate to the penultimate. Having some fun on a Friday. So stay with us inside the Electric Factory. You are listening to Euler Remotes. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Arthur Motes always detailing his work, you know. I ain't new to this and true to this, baby. You know that. (laughs) Is that the Jigga Man? Is that the prophet Jay-Z who said that? Come on, baby. Uh, Arthur Motes, yesterday on the show, you know, I was giving him grief because he gave our buddy Brian Backo, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, a bookmark. Well, today he brought me a bookmark. I mean, what a guy. And anybody that orders the book gets a bookmark now. What a guy. MotesTheory.com. If you're still looking for Christmas gifts, it's the final Friday, the 13th of the year, Motesy. Mm-hmm. I love Friday the 13th. You're getting man. a little spooky tonight. I- I'm definitely going to watch a scary movie. Instead of Christmas, just because it's Friday the 13th, it's like a national holiday. What if you could combine the both? Are there any... I guess there Krampus, are. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Man, that wasn't scary. I know. I know. And I thought Krampus was supposed to be a scary movie, but that was weak. Mm-hmm. It was like quirky. You know, it's it's funny. There's certain things you and I could talk about on air for two hours. Easily. And, and we'd get very little participation on the Twitter.com. At Wesley Euler at the Body 52 The Body. But there's also topics that we bring up, and it's like a fire sale this where everybody's yes. got to get their take in. And we talk about Christmas mozi for five seconds. Five <laughs> seconds. And the tweets start rolling in about Christmas movies and lights and this color and that color. All time best for uh, Christmas movie ever. Jared, well, real quick, Jared says he likes white lights. So now I think we're, are we two and two with the I white lights like and, now, and yeah. the colored lights? So, all right, we got to break the tie here. Somebody tweet us white lights or colored lights at Wesley Euler at the body 52. It's got to be colored lights, though, bro. 
Like I said, I like a mixture of both, but if you're making me just choose one, I would say colored. I'm definitely choosing But I, I think white, white lights have their place, you know? They what? do? Why they got to be white? Yeah, why do they got to be white lights? <laughs> <laughs> white lights have their place. I just, you know, like you, I'm a colorful guy, you know? I like to, you know, spread Christmas cheer for those far and near. I'm a walking glee, Something whatever like that is. <laughs> 525,600 minutes? Yeah. How do you measure... Which I can't start singing yet. I can't start singing yet. I'm going to do that in about two minutes here. Uh, Wallace says on Twitter, Die Hard is the best Christmas movie ever. Yippee Kaye. I'm what's, not going to say the rest. What's the, re- what's the rest? I'm not going down that path. Nope. Uh, Rebecca, the lit one, did ask lit, us lit. what our favorite Christmas movies are on the Twitter.com. Uh, I think we're both big Home Alone guys. That's That's been stated. Yeah. Uh, I Keep love the though, change of filthy animal. My favorite, the one movie, if I could only watch one movie every Christmas, and I've shared this before, I think, but it's it's Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Come on, and Sinbad, you got to get the Turbo nah, man. man. Come on, you got to get the Turbo Man. Nah, man. Jingle All the Way would be my favorite Christmas movie, and then down, like like after Jingle All the Way, rounding out the top five in no particular order would be Home Alone, The Grinch, Christmas Vacation. You are so disrespectful. Home Alone Die is hard. the greatest. Christmas movie all time. Turbo Man. Not a chance. Got to get the Turbo you're, Man. You're how Kanye said it. you how Kanye said it. Turbo Man, that's, that's Taylor Swift. We gotta get all the right. Turbo Man. Home Alone is the Beyonce. All right? It's Home Alone. No, no, no. Turbo it's, Man is the Rihanna. No. Uh, oh. And Rihanna's still second to Beyonce. No, it's, she not. What? Not in my world. You crazy. Not in my world. Rihanna's bait. You crazy. <laughs> you are crazy. Uh, yeah. The, uh, I do love the Christmas movies, although my wife wears them out. If Morgan's listening right now, we've been watching Christmas movies since Halloween. Since November 1st. Did you just say your wife uh-huh. skips Thanksgiving? No, no, no. She just loves the Christmas movies. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Right, I almost got like November 1st, she's like coming home from work like, is Home Alone on yet? Is yeah. Home Alone on yet? See, we, we, don't, we don't touch Christmas movies until after Thanksgiving. See, that's the only part of... That's our only premature Christmas celebration in our house right. is, is the movie element. And it's just become so easy now. With, because, you know, Freeform and AMC, and then they all start showing Christmas movies the day after Halloween. That's lazy programming on their part, you know? That's, my, that's my story. I'm sticking to well, it. Well, you know me. I can't even afford cable, so I don't even... Would you me. stop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mr. Uh, what was it? I've got um, I've got an Xbox and a PlayStation, and I play Call of Duty. On my- Did you see the news yesterday? <sighs> what news? I, I was actually... I didn't see anything yesterday. So man. yesterday was like the... 11th or 12th annual video game awards okay xbox made a big announcement last night mozi what is it what is it the new xbox console Ooh. coming thanksgiving 2020 i like it so this time next year mozi we'll have a brand new xbox well you'll have a brand new xbox you know i can't afford no brand would you yeah because you know living in the big uh, the nice house on the big side of town what has uh has, you has pushed you out a little bit was it no, I'm saying, you you live in the big house on the nice side of town cranberry correct yeah, that's a that's a fruit. You stay in cranberry, is right? That, like yesterday, is that a fruit or a vegetable? You stay, right. You stay in cranberry. Just remember that, bro. <laughs> I Only do. the rich people stay there. You probably neighbors with Ben Roethlisberger and James Harrison. No, 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 that's no. How you are, bro. Brian Rust lives down the street. Oh, I mean, I say, down the, I say down the street. Just he a was, humble brag. He's like three miles away in a, in a much nicer development. <laughs> Just a humble brag. All uh, right. I know Brian Rust and Chris Letang used to live in the area. Wow. Must be nice. Again, area. Not uh, where hey, I live. Hey, hey, a must, relative area. Must be nice. Well, you know, I know there's a former Steeler who lives in, on your street. I think his name's Arthur Motes. What? Yeah, he washed up. No matter. 
<laughs> Antonio said color lights all the way. Hey. And National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, hands down. I mean, that is a great one. Of oh, all that, the classics, that's, that's, that's the, I mean, Chevy Chase never gets old. Gotta love it. Uh, Lil J and B, I believe, 55 is the Twitter name here. What's up, guys? Okay. Uh, I'm from New Bedford, Massachusetts. Just letting you know there is a Steeler Nation out here, and I can't stand how the Patriots get away with all the stuff that they do. Yeah, we, we talked about that Absolutely. on the show a little bit earlier in the week. I think the most maddening part about that, Motsi, not that they get away with the stuff that they get away with, but the fact that like this is going to become a rallying cry for them now. Oh, well, look, oh, yeah. everyone, they don't think we can win. They think we're a bunch of cheaters. Oh, let's go out there and get them. What was the rallying cry last year? Oh, we're too old. We're too washed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was honestly, it was the Steelers beating them that kind of started that. Yeah. But that's all right. That was still a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, Julian Edelman walking the sidelines in the AFC Championship game yelling at Tom Brady. No one believes in you, bro. You're too old. Yeah, except for the 85% of football analysts that pick you guys to win the game. But you're right. Nobody else believes in you. Anyways, before we get our blood boiling, <laughs> let's do a little singing, shall we, Motsi? I mean, we're talking a little Christmas here, right? And what, yeah. what goes with Christmas like some caroling? True. Ooh, you like that one there. Nice little transition, huh? Okay, okay. I <laughs> Seven and one since we started this tradition. It's not a Christmas tradition, but it's one of our favorite traditions here on the program. It is time for our Buffalo Bills edition of the Here We Go song. Pittsburgh's gone to the Super Bowl. Here we go. Hey, hey, here we go. Here we go. Has the best radio host in the electric factory with Euler and Moats. Here we go. Oh, yeah. You know what it's time for, ladies and gentlemen. Showtime. We got that new Here We Go. You know that Here We Go. Yours truly, Wes Euler, about to come at you. Prime time with this, baby. Woo! Give that heat. Give that heat. Sunday night football. It's going down. Here we go. Bills Mafia coming to town. Oh, we ain't about no mafia. But no need to guard your table. Because uh-uh. the only thing getting smashed is this buffalo fable. Here, Here we go. We don't believe you. You a story. We, we don't believe you. You a story. We, go. we got the better story, Steelers. anyways. Quack, 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 quack. Hey! First two! Get it to me, Wes! Woo! Yeah, the defense will dominate the thing. We dominating. Eat Josh Allen like a buffalo wing. Ooh, I love buffalo wings now. Yeah, I know Moat's got some love for them boys, but Tomlin gonna wrap them up like Christmas toys. Hey. Here we go. Wrap them up. Give them out. Wrap them up. Ship them out. Hey, Coasty, Coasty, Buffalo, nah, not today, baby. Uh uh. Alright, Wes, I need you to finish it up, baby. Give him that final verse, that final verse. That dude, here we go. Woo! With Doc Hodges, we go again. Quack, quack, quack. Undefeated, all he does is win. Big W's. Big shout out to the Edmonds family. Oh, yeah. But Sunday night, Terrell's getting the victory. Hey! We got the better Edmund brothers. We got the better Edmund brothers. It's a buffalo. Uh-oh, baby. Ain't no buffaloes coming around here today. No. Welcome to the Steel County. Steel Country. Hit it with the Steel, baby. Bing. Ow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Hey, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. 
Here we go. Terrible towels. Terrible towels. Gone to the Super Bowl. Here we go. Here it is. Here it is. Oh yeah, you killing that one, bro. You but killed that one. That one wasn't bad, huh? That was fire. That might be my best one. No, I no, felt go- top notch right there. I bro. felt good about that one this morning. I woke up feeling Yo. dangerous. Whew. No, that's not true. I woke up feeling like Bruno Mars, you know, just ready to go out on stage and strut my stuff. See, you kinda look like John Mayer. I'll take that. Yeah, oh, that's the best compliment ever. I yeah. wish I was John Mayer. I know my personnel. I got the hair going on. Huh? I know my personnel. Hopefully Morgan heard you say that. Hey. On Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. The body. A whole bunch on the table, right? Tell us your favorite Christmas movie, white or multicolored Christmas lights, and of course, give me your review. All right, scale of one to ten. A thousand. You know, you could give me, uh, you know, like a, uh, I don't know, like a, a seven, a, a seven point it, no, one. It's either a ten or oh, a one. You either love it or you hate it. You're right. That's true. You either love it. It's or either you a hate ten it. or a one. There you go. Give that's us it. a no in between. <laughs> give us our review, your review, I should say, for the Buffalo Bills edition of the Here We Go song. The hijinks, the fun, the shenanigans will continue when we return because it's Mozi's turn to shine. Ooh. A little five. Star Friday. What are the five biggest matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers Bills Sunday night at Heinz Field? Oh, yeah. Well, you got to come back with us to find out. Five Star Friday. (laughs) When we return inside the electric factory, you are listening to Euler and Motes. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Good afternoon, Steeler Nation. How we doing? I'm thirsty. Well, that's good. Euler Emotes with you here inside the Electric Factory. Hour number two on a Friday, the day before, the day before. The penultimate to the penultimate. Having some fun here inside the Electric Factory. Hoping you are as well, too. The reviews are in Motsi, and they are fantastic. Hey. I mean, they, we might not have ever gotten such good reaction to the Here We Go song. People liking the rhymes. People loving the fact that you're back after an absence last week. An absence? I was kicked out. Well, you still did the Five Star Friday. You know, I, I, it's the least I could do. And, you know, Matt was here last Friday, but he wasn't quite the hype man that you are. He didn't give you the ad-libs? He didn't give me the ad-libs. Man, you got to get on him, man. He, Matt, he, stop trying to be cool. Take your sunglasses off. Get him in the ad-libs. <laughs> That's right. There's no uh, there's no cool points around here, right? Nah, uh-uh. You got to put yourself out there. Listen, we only as good as our, as our unit, man. You got to dance. If you don't hype him up, who is? You got to dance like no one's watching. Ooh. You got to sing like no one's listening. And you got the, the voice of an angel. I like to think it's the combination of and Fergie and of Jesus, but I'll take it. I like it. The face of a turtle I'm shell. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I got the hair of John Mayer, I'll take it. Hey. Todd gives me a 27 out of 1 to 10 because that's how many points we're putting up on those bills. Mm. Ooh, Daryl says 10.0 on the song. Uh, Jeff nailed it, boys. Way to lay the pipes, baby. Dusty says 10 out of 10 with the Wayne's World gif. Yeah, Jason, dang, he didn't say dang, but I'm gonna say dang. Different four say? letter. He, he said a different four letter word that starts what with. What did he say? Uh, beavers build these. That's the word that he said. What that is? Wesley Euler killed the <laughs> what, song this what week. What is that? What are you speaking of? Uh, it kind of sounds like Notre Dame. Ah, N- Notre Dame. Wesley Euler killed the song <laughs> this week. 
Isn't the same without the body with the hype, Rebecca, the lit one. Hey, lit lit. She kind of used a curse word too. What'd she say? But she said it was dope. She would never say a curse word. <laughs> and what the duck Juben Hayden foe says, uh, West got big man bars. Coach Motes is the best hype and ad lib man. <laughs> no doubt about that. It's a collaborative effort here. Yeah, we, just, we just get the people what they want, bro. That's what it's all about. Just trying to have some fun. That's first and foremost. That's how we do it. We're trying to have fun. We're trying to entertain. That's what this is all about. We are in the entertainment business. uh, There's a lot of different radio shows, a lot of different ways to do things. Certain people, they just want X's and O's, straight up, hardcore, nothing else but Steeler X's and O's talk. And that's fine if that's the way you are. And we do do that sometimes. No, we don't. Well, you're right. <laughs> because first and foremost, we want to entertain. We want to make people saying, smile. We want to make people laugh. We never just give you a straight show X's and O's. Only. No, no. We 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 are like find a way to make with fun. all the new features. Find we, a way to make it fun. Bells and whistles, gadgets, glow in the dark. Yeah, we want all that. That's how we live it. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. We are uh, a unique breed. A unique sound, and we appreciate everybody who rocks and rides with us. Without a doubt, everyone on Twitter who's been chiming in throughout the show today, we appreciate it. Daryl says, glad Motes is back and singing along with you. Yeah, me as well, too. It felt a little awkward last week. You know, like I felt like the kid at the talent show, yeah. and everyone's just standing around staring at him like, what are you doing, dude? What if for me, man? I felt like I was missing out, man. I was on my flight, and I'm like, man, I'm supposed to be ad-libbing right now. I'm supposed to be making bird noises. And, and yeah, I'm stuck. <laughs> you can feel it, right? Yeah. It's, it's like we had like, ESPN or something. I was like, it was that time we definitely had ESPN, probably ESPN too, where the Dukes are playing it. tonight. Oh, you like that? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know if you were trying to plug it like that, but I just mm-hmm. plugged it for you. Say my first rodeo, Let's baby. Go Dukes! J M U Dukes. Is William and Mary still in the in the dance or no? Oh, stop, William and Mary bums. I hope and, Coach Tomlin's listening tell right Coach now. Coach Tomlin and Sean McDermott. I said it. Since, so since they was homies, so we can't. We, there's no shot at having the Moats and Tomlin Bowl Not JMU versus the Tribe. Not a chance. They, they suck. They, they never make it. They stank. They suck. All right, Arthur Moats. This is uh maybe the closest thing that you and I do to hardcore X's and O's talk. Is that fair? Yeah, that's about it. I mean, this is this is this is this is straight up X's and O's here. All right, this is Five Star Friday for those of you unfamiliar. It's a real simple concept. Arthur Motes breaks down the five biggest matchups, Steelers-Bills, Sunday night in primetime at Heinz Field. That will determine the outcome of the contest. So without further ado, a term that Coach Tomlin dropped twice this week. Because he listens to the show, bro. Well, All the time. Yeah, I, I know, but All hopefully he didn't hear your William and Mary jab right there. We might be oh, off no, no, the no. air. Listen, I wrote him, even in my book, I sent I sent them one. I put Go Dukes at the bottom of it, let him know what's up. Ooh, I like that. Uh, real quick, Carlos says I give that song a 9.5 because that's exactly what our record will be on Sunday hey. after the game. That's a good one, Carlos. That's a good one. Without further ado, speaking of fives, right? Things that go with five, it's time for a little five-star Friday. Hey. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five Star Friday! Matchup number one. Oh, 
Alright ladies and gentlemen, so you know me, you know I'm a defensive type of guy And with that being said, I bumped into my boys the other day I'm talking Bud Dupree and TJ Watt I'm talking the sack tandem I'm talking Mr. Wreck Havoc, Mr. Ooh-Wee, Defensive Player of the Year candidate And Mr. About to Get Them 10 Things And a whole bunch of money to go with it Yes, Bud Dupree and TJ Watt Versus the Bills Offensive tackles. I'm talking okay. Deion Dawkins, Cody Ford, who's a rookie, by the way. Yeah, these guys, man, they've upgraded their offensive line, obviously, with those two players, but they're still giving up a ton of sacks, a ton of pressures. I think Josh Allen's been sacked, I believe, 39 times this season. Close to 40, yeah. yes. And, and, and with that being the case, you think about Bud Dupree and TJ Watt and the amount of sacks they've combined for just between the two of them. I think this is going to be critical that those guys. Take advantage of this matchup. They got to make it look like two Pro Bowl, All Pro caliber players versus two just good players for right now, and that's how it has to be early and often. And knowing these two guys and Bud and TJ, they both know what the significance of this game is for them. For TJ, in terms of Defense Player of the Year conversation, you got to make plays in prime time games. You have to make plays in big time games. No you have doubt. to make plays in five star games. Mm. That's why he's going to do that. And then we're talking about Bud Dupree's in a contract year. So for him, he knows, place. he knows not only does he need to make plays to get paid here at Pittsburgh, but it's an audition to let the, the whole NFL know because as athletes, you don't get the opportunity to watch all the 1 o'clock games or the 425 games, but you're going to watch that primetime game. Believe that. Believe it. So for Bud, man, it's another chance for you to showcase show what you've been doing and that you could do it on a continuous high level versus better competition. Now, my second matchup. Five Star Friday? Uh-huh. Matchup number two? Oh, yeah. Now we're going, instead of just Bud Dupree and TJ White, now we're talking the whole Steelers pass rush. Okay. Versus, or versus, Josh Allen. Ooh. Now with Josh. He pretty mobile. Pretty mobile. Will be the most mobile quarterback that they've seen next to Lamar Jackson in terms of the designed QB runs, the off-schedule runs as well. But he will be the largest quarterback they've seen since Cam Newton last year on Thursday Night Football. This guy is a load. He's accounted for eight rushing touchdowns. And they used him, think Tim Tebow, when he was at the University of Florida. They run a quarterback power, quarterback trap, quarterback sweep. You name a quarterback run, they got it. <laughs> Quarterback draw? They got it. That's, uh, I don't know. Oh, I say, yeah. That's this all I got. QB sneak. They got there it. Go. Yeah, this is what they do. All right. So, with that being the case, those Steelers pass rushers, we saw what happened versus Baker Mayfield where you allowed a quarterback to extend plays and use his legs to get out the pocket and things like that. That puts too much stress and strain on the de- on the secondary. Cannot allow that to happen. With that being the case, you have to contain him. You have to make sure you're hitting him early and often, and you're going to get your chance to so make sure you bring him mm-hmm. down. Yeah, you are going to get your chances to uh, to hit him. you got to make sure, like you said, you wrap him up, you bring him down, let him feel that a little bit. And, yeah, I, I, I like how you mentioned, too, the Cam Newton comparison is a great one because the Steelers have seen mobile quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But this is a different kind of big body yeah, like, mobile like quarterback. Josh Allen compared to Kyler Murray are night and day. Both mobile. They're, they're, they're white Christmas lights and multicolored Christmas <laughs> yes. lights. Yes, indeed. Both <laughs> both light up the tree, but both do it in two totally different ways, man. Five-star Friday, matchup number three. Now my third five-star matchup. We got a quack, 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 uh-uh. quack, 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 Go Ducks. Got to talk them Ducks, baby. Got to talk them Ducks. Verse the Bills defense. 
And in particular, Duck has to protect the ball. He has to continue his smart decision making. He has to continue knowing when he should run, when he should throw, and when to throw the ball away. Those are some of the things that we're continuing to see him grow in. We've seen some growing pains. We talk about the Browns game where he uh, throws the ball away instead of taking the sack. Mm-hmm. But then we see this past game versus the Cardinals where he understands when I should scramble to get a first down on my legs. And then the Deontay Johnson pass where he scrambles and instead of running, he throws it. So for him, it's going to be important that he continues that growth and development. It's going to be important that he continues to protect the ball. He he personally didn't turn the ball over last week. Granted, the Steelers still had turnovers last week, but it's important that he leads the wave. He makes sure that he's not responsible for any turnovers, and that's going to be critical because this Bills defense, we talk about top defense in the league. They are right up there with the Steelers. Depending on who you're asking and which stat you want to use, they're up there. And that's why this is going to be a a real big test for Duck because this is a defense that he has never seen before in terms of just overall talent across the board and them playing playing to that ability. Mm -hmm. We talk about the P word, potential, how some people have it but don't play up to it. This Bills defense has been playing up to it. So we're going to get a chance to really see who Duck is in this setting. We've got talent at every level, defensive line, linebackers, secondary, a very stout Buffalo Bills defense without a doubt. Five-star Friday. Matchup number four. Now, the fourth five-star matchup. I got to talk my five-five brother. I got to talk Mr. Devin Bush, baby. Versus Devin Singletary. Devin on Devin here. And this is what I mean. I talked about Devin Singletary has been used as the new Shady McCoy. When they drafted him, he's very elusive, can play in space, makes a ton of guys miss. He has that wiggle. And he words, got that twitch. And the words to touch ilk, and he could dodge raindrops. So, with that being the case, Devin Bush, what do you have? What did we draft you for 10th overall? What is it about you that makes you so special? Your speed, your ability to play in space, your nasty football demeanor. So, Devin Bush. I need you to make sure that you minimize Devin Singletary's impact on Sunday night. Both of you guys are rookies, but one's a top 10 pick. One's a third round pick. Mm. Let's make sure we show what the difference is in athletes. Let's make sure we show what the difference is in caliber of talent. Let's make sure we show the differences between a guy that played in the Big Ten versus a guy who did not play in the Big Ten. I like it. I like it. So we do. You know, the, some guy sitting across from me didn't play in the Big Ten. He still had a pretty nice NFL career. Hey, I don't want to toot my own horn. Toot, toot. <laughs> five-star Friday. <laughs> matchup number five. All right. Now, the fifth and final five-star matchup. You know how to save the best for last, baby, because it's the one that I love the most. I'm talking Steelers Nation. Uh-oh. Versus Bills Mafia. Uh, oh, oh, no. Oh, no, you did it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you did it. Oh, yeah. Because we talk about two of the absolute most rabid fan bases in the NFL. You yeah, have them right here. No doubt. We talk about two fan bases that are very passionate about their programs. This is it right here. Two fan bases that like to tailgate and have some fun. Hey, we're talking it right here. When we talk about two teams that win, lose, or draw, regardless if they are right or wrong, they will ride for their team to the <laughs> literal death. We're talking these two fan bases right here. So with that being the case, Steelers Nation, 
We're accustomed to prime time. We're accustomed to Heinz Field. Let's make sure that it is terrible towel swinging, that it is an electric atmosphere. I like it. And that we do not allow Bills Mafia to take over our stadium because they're saying to themselves, that's a three-hour drive. They're making that drive. They're probably already down here right now. Let's be real about it. They took off early. They got their wings from Ankle Bar, and they didn't mosey on down. <laughs> So they got their beef on Weck. Oh yeah, they definitely beef on Weck. I'm not a I'm not a beef on Weck guy. That's all that uh, <laughs> that's all that uh, Wolf talks about yeah, is the hey. beef on Weck in Buffalo. I, I'm not a beef on Weck dude. Just I'm a, hey, wing me up, pizza me up, and we're good. All right. But with that being the case, of still a nation. I need you loud and proud, black and gold, head to toe, color rush unis on. Make it, make it how Heinz feels supposed to be in prime mm-hmm. time. Make it like that. A sea of black and gold, right? Only way to do it. I love it. I love it. Five Star Friday, your five biggest matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers Bills Sunday night at Heinz Field. One more time for those who might have missed it or joined us late. Arthur Motes, run through the five for it. Yes, indeed. So we pop it off with Bud Dupree and TJ Watt versus the Bills tackles Deion Dawkins and Cody Ford. We talk about the next matchup. Steelers pass rushers as a whole. That's outside and interior rushes containing Josh Allen, a guy who's gotten it done from the QB position on the ground. Eight rushing touchdowns. He finds ways to scramble. He finds ways to extend plays. He breaks a lot of tackles. The next is Mr. Duck himself. Devil and Duck Hodges versus this Bills defense. This is a defense that is top notch. This is going to be the best defense that he has faced this season. Prove what you got, Duck. Let's see. Are you a fairy tale or are you real? Are you are you fact or are you a fiction novel? Which one are you? Is the slipper coming off at midnight? Absolutely. Or does the party go on? We're going to find out. I hope the party goes on. Me I too. I would love for that to happen. I like parties. Hey. The fourth one is Devin on Devin. I'm talking Devin Bush versus Devin Singletary. Devin Bush, we drafted you 10th overall for a reason. Go out there and show it versus a guy who is very electric and slippery in the open field can make a ton of people miss. And in the fifth and final five-star matchup, the one that I hold most nearest and dearest to my heart, (laughs) Steelers Nation versus Bills Mafia. Black and gold, terrible towels, better win, and it better not be close. There's going to be some absolute scenes on the North Shore. Mayhem. Absolute scenes. And and I love the fact, selfishly, because, you know, I do the tailgate scene, the Mm -hmm. fact that I don't have to get up early on Sunday to go out there and tailgate. I'm going to wake up. Sleep in around eleven because I'm probably gonna be celebrating all weekend from you know the game tonight, two games tonight actually. So it's gonna be a big week. That's right. That's boy. true. But yeah, I get to sleep in Sunday morning. Get out there to the tailgate, light red, light five a. Got my Madden challenge going on too. Mm. Got my books out there. Got ketchup and mustard for my Bills people, <laughs> if they into that. Heinz ketchup though, right? Absolutely. Heinz ketchup and Heinz mustard. What are you talking about? Now we're talking. That's the only thing you use. What? That's it. It's going to be crazy, though, bro. Oh, it sure is. It's going to be a five-star matchup. It's always a five-star matchup when we get Arthur Motes on the microphone. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. Woo! Love it. It 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 continues to get more and more fun as we go along here and 
The slate of NFL games continues to get more and more intriguing as we roll along here to week 15 when it's really put up or shut up time for a lot of these teams. Let's look around the league a little bit when we return at some other matchups across the National Football League. We will also continue to take your questions, your reactions on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the body 52. The body. Fun continues. The shenanigans, the hijinks roll along inside the electric factory. You're listening to Euler Remotes. It's Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. The Baltimore Ravens, Arthur Motes, it's official. Oh, man. I know. They have won the AFC North. No wonder you were so happy yesterday. For the second straight year. Hey, you're the one rocking up in here wearing all this purple today, not me. Yeah, it says JMU Dukes, only the well, best. You know my vision's really bad, so I can't see what I, it says. I, I just see the color. I don't care. You know is the only purple. That's the only purple that exists is JMU purple, period. JMU Purple. Uh, the Ravens able to, able to cover a 15.5-point spread last night. Uh, that's pretty impressive. They beat the Jets by 21 points. Looking around at the rest of the AFC North, Arthur Motes, the Cincinnati Bengals host the New England Patriots, where the Patriots are 9.5-point favorites. I think we both think the Patriots are going to win, but you give the I give the Bengals a chance to cover in that game. But then again... I know now the Patriots all of a sudden <laughs> I was say, uh, they want to rain down hellfire and brimstone upon say, Cincinnati. Uh, I think they're going to be feeling some type of way in this yeah. game. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Bro. That's true. That's a great point by you. They will be feeling some type yes. of way because nobody wears the chip better on their shoulder than the New oh, England man. Patriots, remember, that's nobody, for sure. Nobody believed in those guys, man. They're, I mean, they're a bunch of overachievers. they got like a Lay's factory there in Foxborough yeah, with all those chips on their shoulder. On, the upstart Tampa Bay Buccaneers, three-point favorites against that pencil fraud Yo, boy. in Detroit against Yo. the Lions. <laughs> James Winston is a, is a road favorite. Feels pretty crazy, but... The Buccaneers are playing good football, Motsi. They they are surprisingly. And he's actually protecting the ball, man. Yeah, this like, is what this the last is, three or four weeks they've they've looked really good. Have the Buccaneers? This is what makes Jameis such an intriguing yet head scratching person. You see this Rennie's on right now. He looks really good. He looks like a franchise quarter. He looks mm-hmm. like a guy that you would pay a hundred plus million dollars to. And then you fat you rewind back to. A couple weeks prior to this run, <laughs> and we're like, is Jameis going to be the starter for the rest of the season? <laughs> or are they about to make a switch down there? Right. It, it's certainly been, I mean, that's kind of how his whole career has been, a, a big back and forth. But the Buccaneers playing well now. I think Bruce Arians has finally you know, gotten his influence through to that team. Three-point favorites at Detroit. A big one. Arthur Motes, uh, one of the, I think actually the longest running or the most played rivalry in the National Football League. The Bears and the Packers Mm. in Green Bay. So at Lambeau Field where the Packers are four and a half point favorites over the Bears. Uh, The Packers need to win to keep pace with the Vikings, right? And to try and win the division and potentially maybe still get a first round bye. All those things. The Bears need to win just to stay in the wild card race. And the Bears looked really good last Thursday. They've got a long week to prepare. You and I have both soured on the Packers a little bit. How are you feeling about this one? Uh, I'm still liking the Packers, man. You got A.A. Ron. 
Me too. As long as he's out there, that's the X factor. Like I said, I have soured on him a little bit in the grand scheme of, like, I don't think I'm going to pick him to, you know, go to the NFC Championship Correct. game or anything anymore. But I need to see it from the Bears, too, more than just one yeah. week. <laughs> from Mitch Trubisky, more than just one week. Because you talk about pencil frauds. He is a fraud. Woo! Bears at Packers Sunday, 1 o'clock, with a lot of implications. Another one Sunday at 1 o'clock, with a ton of implications, Motsi. Texans at Titans. Ooh. Who gets the uh, the leg up in that division race? Yeah, that's that's going to be a tough one right there, man. That's what I'll be watching Sunday at 1 yeah. o'clock. Because I'm looking like the Texans. The Titans I, are three-point favorites, and the game is in Nashville. It's a home game well, for yeah, Tennessee. You know how it is, man. If it's Whoever's the home team when it's that get three close, points. Yeah, they get the points, man. Yeah. Because the thing is, I mean, the Titans have been playing awesome. When we they really, Ryan Tannehill is one of the, the stories of the season. They control the ball. Derrick Henry is a man. Mm-hmm. He's trying to tackle down there. So, yeah, it's different, man. But obviously, you know, Texans and their, their ceiling. They have a ton of that people. I think their ceiling is higher than the Titans. Yes. But I think the Titans' floor is higher than the Texans. Correct. If that makes sense. That's going to be a good one. Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs, nine and a half point favorites Arthur Motes at home at Arrowhead and their defense has played well in the past couple weeks Mahomes back yeah Chiefs roll they win this one by 17 points something like that yeah I don't know if it would be 17 but they definitely went by double digits man like I said Mahomes being back that's a huge boost and you saw they just came off the the, the victories versus the Patriots stuff yeah. like that man yep. they, they are feeling really good right now Dolphins at the Giants in what could be the final home game, the swan song for Eli Manning. Arthur Motes, does he get a victory? Three and a half point favorites the G-Men are at home. You can't spell elite without Eli, baby. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. It's not happening. So he's going he's gonna to go out on a good, on a good note no, or the Dolphins going to get the dub? He's taking the L. It's not happening. And another... Battle of the worst division in football. Eagles at Redskins. The Redskins, another team that's been playing better football yeah, as of I late. I you were supposed to say Redskins. Redacted. Sorry, the Come Washington on, Redacteds. How do you spell Redactics? R-E-D-A-C-T-E-D. Redacted. See, that takes too much work right there. Can I get the country of origin? Mm. Can you use it in a sentence? Yes. Is it a verb or a noun? It's an uh, adverb. Eagles. Skins. I don't think it'll be pretty, but I think the Eagles come out victorious. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I think the Eagles definitely have the talent there. They can get it done. Seahawks at Panthers. Seattle with that cross-country trip, but Carolina not playing like it was earlier in the year. Can the Seahawks cover their six-point favorites, Motsi? Yeah, I think they definitely should. Uh, the Panthers don't have enough to first score with them, and I think the Panthers' defense has slowed down. They're not as hot as they were in. Even with the Seahawks, you know, it's they're just a matter of time before those guys start really clicking together. Jags at can the uh, can Oakland uh, give the Black Hole one more victory at home? Motsi, six and a half point favorites are the Raiders. Mm. Yeah, I like that, man. I, I think they definitely close it out with a bang. They go ahead and make it happen. Get that W. Yeah. I think so, too. And the Jaguars, man, things have gone bad. From, from bad to worse for them yeah. real fast. The Browns out in Arizona, Arthur Motes, making that same trip that the Steelers made, but with, like, half the fans because, you know, Browns fans, Browns fans. Brownies. Uh, can they get the job done on the road against the Cardinals? Two-and-a-half-point favorites, about the same number the Steelers were. 
Yeah, I don't think so, though, man. I think that they're starting to become a lot more dysfunctional. We're seeing that with the comments from Baker Mayfield, mm. directing his training staff. Obviously, Odell, he's dealing with stuff and his com- uh, communication, stuff like that. I think they just are too caught up in the soap opera and not enough into the actual work that's you know, related to being a professional athlete. Vikings at Chargers. Your boy, Kirk Cousins, going out to Los Angeles. Versus your boy, Phillip Rivers. This one looks like a little bit of a trap to me, Motsi, because if I would have been... And I realize the Chargers played well against the hapless Jaguars last week. I get that aspect into this. The Vikings are only two-and-a-half-point favorites. And the game's in L.A., but it's not like that's a real home-field advantage for the Chargers. I would have thought this spread would have been closer to six, six six-and-a-half points. Am I missing something here? Did, Did the Vikings win, you know, pretty handily? Yeah, I think the Vikings win pretty handily, man. I don't, I'm trying to figure it out. Obviously, with Philip Rivers, Vegas, Vegas always knows. And that's what they say <laughs> until I hit them for this two game parlay. Real quick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, side note. I know we're not getting that paper to show the money till <laughs> yeah. next segment. The Lakers play tonight, Motsi. So you know what that means? Hey, find you, find you a team that you like. <laughs> Bet them every week. It's baby. like Bet the Here We Go night. song. I'm eight and one betting the Lakers this year. Hey, you know, I don't mind giving them my money. Allegedly. Alleged. Allegedly with the bets that, that Moats and I allegedly make. You know? Oh, you're right, you're right. But if you do have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> Rams at Cowboys in a... I guess the Cowboys would still be in it, but uh, definitely probably a pseudo-elimination game for the Rams. In Dallas, the upstart Rams, Motsi, playing just about as well as anybody right now. They are a point favorite in Jerry World. How do you think that one plays out? The Cowboys can rise Ooh. to the occasion or the Rams keep rolling? Man, I think that's going to be a tough one for uh, for the Rams, honestly. I, I think that the Cowboys still are very talented, and I think they understand that the the, the lights are about to be cut off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be midnight, and they're about to have a lot of new faces around there. So I think they do want to go out with a bang, and they want to make sure that they continue to be in that race, that hunt to win their division. Because if they win their division, they're going to host a playoff game. Right. Probably with seven wins. It's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> So for them, they they that's what they're eyeing. I don't think the Rams. I'm still trying to figure out who the Rams are because they have looked really good this season, especially of late, and they've looked really bad as well. So, in that regard, man, I think it's I think Cowboys getting this done. Yeah, I'll go Rams in in a close one, but that would not surprise me either way. I do think it's a, a one score game when it's all said and done. Last but not least, here Falcons at Niners. All roads to the number one seed in the NFC currently go through San Francisco after they were able to nab that victory down in New Orleans. Uh, any type of trap game, any type of letdown here from the Niners. Motsi, 10.5-point favorites at home against the Falcons. It's at home. I don't know if they cover that 10.5, but I, yeah. I, like them to, I like them to win by They'll a win. touchdown, 9 points, something like that. Maybe even 10 points, but that wouldn't cover the 10.5. You're right. But yeah, they definitely win since they're at home. I, if they had to go across the country... I thought uh, I could see the Falcons giving them something because the Falcons have been playing really well of lately. Yeah. We've talked about that. We've noted it. They have. So <laughs> Too little too late for yeah. Atlanta playing themselves out of a top five pick, maybe. That's uh, how it happens. And In a weird way, if the Niners had lost to the Saints last week, I would feel better about the Falcons' chances because mm-hmm. the Niners would probably be kind of... Hung over from it. That, that, and they would be resigned to like, okay, we're probably not going to get, you know... A, a, a first round buy, right. like, like we'll just win the division and, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but now, yeah, I think ten and a half is a lot of points to cover. Definitely like the Niners to uh, to avoid a letdown there. I like it. On Twitter at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. 
when you come back, you already know the drill. How we like to close out on a Friday. We'll take your reaction on the Twitter. I'll sing a little Here We Go song, Mozi. And we got to get that paper. Got to get the paper. Show me the money. A whole bunch of fun to close out the show. We'll give you our five picks of the week as well as sing the Here We Go song again for those of you that loved it or maybe those of you who just missed it the first time around. Inside the Electric Factory, Euler and Moats, you're listening to Steelers Blitz on a Friday on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Wrapping up the show on the day before the day before the penultimate. To the penultimate. To the penultimate, Euler and Motes. We've been having some fun on this Friday. Hopefully, you have as well. Uh, I always like to do this, Motsi. Make sure we do it before I forget, before we get out of here. Oh, man. I don't know what you're uh, It's a home game, so that means Stellar Nation is going to be descending upon the North Shore. If people want to come out and show some love and see the body and maybe buy one of those Motes Theory books, where are you going to be on Sunday? Man, I'll be at Red Lot 5A. In the corner of, uh, what is it called? Masaroski Way, I think is how you say that. Masaroski Way, yep. yeah. Yeah, Masaroski Way. I could see P- PNC Park from where we'll be located at. And if you can't find us, look for the high flag with a gold. It's a gold flag mm-hmm. with a still a gang logo up the there. The black still a gang logo. Little skull. Yeah, for those who aren't familiar with the location or you're talking, you know, Masaroski Way, what's that? Maybe I'm not from Pittsburgh. I'm unfamiliar. I'm from way outside of the city. Uh, it, it is literally like right directly across from home plate yes from home plate caddy corner to yep. home plate caddy corner that's the word I was looking yep. for so if you know where PNC Park home plate is where the big PNC Park entrance is and the, and the statues literally caddy corner right across from there you'll find Motsi I don't just know look for the, just look for the big guy going crazy over there yeah doing keg stands and playing Madden and getting yeah. after it I might have to stop by, too. Pull up, baby. Pull up. I mean, you know, late game means I don't have to be here at the studios until later. Like I said, we got everything you need. We got up. books out there. Arthur Motes. You know, so we got most of your life books out there. If you don't want to go online and do all that, I got you in person. If you're trying to hop on these sticks, I got you for that, too. If you want to just have but a good time. Come with, <laughs> if you want to just have a good time with Steelers, with the Steeler Nation. Got you for that, I too. I got you for that, too. And it's welcoming. We always invite the visiting team. So if you're coming from Buffalo and you want you want to dibble and well, dabble. Well, especially this week. Right. Absolutely. We always leave the door open to you. Come on through. Um, and then also, I, I record my Arthur Motor show as well, man. That's right. Where we, I, I do some of the interviews, some of the predictions for the game. Yeah. So if you want a chance to get on that, come on through. That's a lot of fun. Do, a lot of fun this weekend. Uh, yeah. I should say, too. Food, I will drink. Everything. I'll be at Rivers Casino tonight. Hey, with not just for not hey, just for pleasure. Bro. I mean, you guys know hey, I'm having some fun there. But <laughs> split it and double it down, baby. You know that. What what do kings do? Hey, you split them. <laughs> Come on, baby. Um, I will be uh, doing a show from seven to eight o'clock tonight. The Heineken Hockey Tour with Phil Bork with the old mm. two niner. So if you're in the city, if you're looking for some fun, if you're going to be at the casino tonight, Borky and I will be at the sports book from seven to eight. Come say hello. As well, opportunity to, uh, you know, we're just trying to bring the people together. Motsi. Come on, man. Y'all want to see us? Y'all want to get out here and get active? Pull up. Come say hello. Pull up.
Now, one thing that I'm going to do now that I can't promise that I'll do in person is sing a song. All right? You want to so, sing in person? I don't know. Maybe. And we set up some karaoke at one of these tailgates. That, would, ooh, hey, that would get out of control. Actually, I, I still need to find a, a karaoke place in Pittsburgh. Somebody owes me a bet, and they're supposed to sing karaoke. Uh-oh. And I get, I get to pick two songs. All right, so there we go. So if you've got a karaoke place in Pittsburgh, tweet Arthur yeah, Motes. let me know. Tweet us at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. And I'll right. pull up. Arthur Motes, before... <laughs> You will always pull up. Before we get to our predictions, before we show everybody the money one more time for those who missed it or just want their ears graced again, you know, uh, David said on Twitter, I got the voice of Myron Cope and David, <laughs> Myron Cope and uh, what's his name? Uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Okay. <laughs> he said, I got the sweet voice of Myron Cope and Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, you know, I'm just so angelic when mm-hmm. I talk. Here we go. Song, Buffalo Bills edition. We got to give it to the people one more time. Pittsburgh's gone to the Super Bowl. Here we go. Cheer the Steelers, black and the gold. Here we go. It's time to Pittsburgh's heart and soul. Here we go. Steeler Nation has the best radio host. We listen to Steelers Blitz with Euler and Moats. Here we go. Hey, okay. Showtime. You know what it is. You know it's that. Here we go. Showtime. Showtime edition, prime time edition. Drop that west. We gotta have that new heat for this week, baby. Woo! Sunday night football. It's going down. It's going down, baby. Bills Mafia coming to town. Oh, they want to come down. Okay, okay. But no need to guard your folding table because nah, the only thing getting smashed is this Buffalo fable. Here we go. They fairy tale up there, man. We're going to see who the real story is. We're going to see who the real guys are, the real leaders are, the real big dogs are. Here we go. Here we go. First two. Drop that West. First two. Woo! Yeah, the defense will dominate the thing. Dominating. Eat Josh Allen like a buffalo wing. Got a little buffalo wings. So I think. I know Moat's got some love for them boys, mm. but Tomlin gonna wrap them up like Christmas toys. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Wrap them up. Ship them out. Wrap them up. Ship them out. Gotta donate. Donate the kids. Donate to the kids. Donate to the kids. You want a Buffalo Bill? We'll take this whooping and donate that, sucker! Drop that bottle first, West. Let's do it! With the Codges, we go again. Oh, here we go, quack, quack. Undefeated, all he does is win. Big boy W's. Big shout out to the Edmonds family. But Sunday night, it's Terrell getting the victory! Shout out to the Edmonds. Shout out to the Edmonds. Terrell, yo, Trey. To real, young Trey. Is that a buffalo? Steely McBeam him upside the head. Let's go. Steely You Mc- just said Steely McBeam him upside the head. <laughs> Steely Nation. Steely Nation. Yeah. Hey. Prime time. I love it. Woo. I love it. If you didn't already, give me a review on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. We and, do this, bro. Uh, Lil J and B asks, "How do I get the Arthur Motes book on Twitter?" Real simple. Oh, Motes 
theory.com. That's Moats, M-O-A-T-S, theory, T-H-E-O-R-Y.com. You can order it. And uh, actually, you probably have like one or two more days to order now before. Otherwise, you won't make it before Christmas. So if you wanted to book before Christmas, you order within the next day or two, man, you will be on that list to get it, man. So definitely... Def- oh, yeah, and Might it's even come signed, with a little baby. John Hancock yeah, 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 on the yeah, yeah. inside. You, you, you definitely get a little signature action on that thing, man. And you get a cool bookmark, like you said. You saw the bookmark. It looks nice. It looks real nice. It's got, what, one, two, three, four different headshots of Arthur Meltz. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to hang this thing above my bed so I can hey. you know, fall asleep with a smile every night. I like it. One thing that really puts a smile on my face, Arthur Meltz. What's that? What's that? It's getting that paper. Gas to get the paper. Show me the money. Show me the money! Uh-oh. Is that time? It's that time. Oh, is that time? I missed you last week. Oh, I missed you. Something about when that music just hits. Man, it touched my soul. <laughs> it hit different. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Arthur what Mux, you got for me, Wes? A little thrown off this week. All right? Because there's only one college football game tomorrow. Ah, man, you're right. So I had to pick an extra NFL game, but that's all right. You know, we just, we, we cut our eyelids off. We don't blink. We face hey, adversity and we overcome. My eyes are so dry because I stopped blinking four or five years ago, man. The only college football game this weekend, Motsi, is one that actually I would love to attend sometime in my life. It's are like you talking a, about the James Madison University versus you and I game? <laughs> it's like a bucket list thing for me. I did, if you want to go to James Madison, I'll take you down there to a game, bro. I already saw that. I tried to take you to a James Madison game this year in Morgantown. But I couldn't go because my I know, door. I know. I'm trying to give you a hard time. But you had, you had a fair excuse. You had a fair excuse. I had, I had to have her back, but you know how to go. Uh, Army-Navy. Ooh, it's a bucket, oh, yes. bucket list for me. Absolutely, I want to go to that game at some point, particularly now because it yes. feels like both programs are good. You know, Army, like Navy, good, yes. Navy would just beat them up every year for so long. Yeah, I like their unis. Me too. They, they just love the up. unis. Love I wonder the, how hard they party after that too, because it's got to be Christmas break, right? right? And those guys don't get very many breaks, right? But I knew a guy. I'm not going to name his name because I don't want to put him out there. I had a, a friend growing up who played defensive end at the Naval Academy, mm. and he said. When we would get breaks, watch out. He yeah. said it was like the craziest party you've ever seen. Yeah, um, so Army, Navy, tomorrow at 3 o'clock, uh, Navy wins, but Army's getting 10.5 points. 10.5? 10.5! 10.5! 10.5! Yeah, I'm rolling with the Black Knights, wow. baby. Give yeah. me Army and the points. Absolutely. Got a Black Knight enough for that one, man. 10.5? 10.5 in an Army-Navy game. That's got to be one of the biggest spreads in that game in right. a while. Ten and a half. Do you realize what type of offenses they want? Right. Ten and a half. Right. What? Ten and a half points might win you the game. <laughs> Jeez. Give me Army oh, plus wow. ten and a half. That's our one college football pick ten this week. I. So wow. you know, you know. Sometimes I like to throw in some monkey wrenches into this equation too. Uh-oh, so with uh-oh, the extra uh-oh. NFL pick, I've uh-oh. got an over under for you this week. Texans Titans in Nashville. The over under right now is sitting at fifty. Yeah, we're going over. Ooh. We're going over. Uh, that both those teams, Ooh. those teams might both even go into the thirties point range, high twenties. Certainly, we're going over yeah. fifty. I like 53, 55 ish points in that game. They said it at fifty. Fifty. Give me the oh. over. Give me the over. Yeah, both them teams are easily scoring twenty five plus. Easily. Mm-hmm. Twenty seven, twenty four. The over hits. Right. Yeah, I'm taking the over as well, bro. Like, what? Over 50. Man, I don't know what Vegas is doing this week, bro. We talked about this game a little bit uh, earlier. Vegas giving away money. And remember I said that this was a trap game. I'm scared because Vegas always knows something that we don't know. But I can't. I, I, it's too juicy to stay away from. Vikings minus one and a half 
in Los Angeles against the Chargers. Yeah, give me the Vikings minus one and a half, without a doubt. What does Vegas know that we don't know? <sighs> I'm rolling with Vegas, man. So you said that uh, Vikings are what? You said minus one? Minus one and a half. Minus one and a half. I'm going Rams then, man. I'm going Rams. I think they get it done. Er, Vikings, you mean? Er, no, no, it's no, no. Vikings Chargers. Oh, Vikings at Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I said Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, the Rams. You threw me off. You threw me off. Yeah, yeah you know what? I'll, I'll roll with Philip Rivers. I don't care. I'm rolling with Philip. Okay, so you'll take the Chargers I'm plus. Philip. Okay, yes, so yes, I'm going to yes. put you on that side. Absolutely. So we both got Army plus. plus, plus you know I'm not about to agree with you for everything. I know. I can't do it. I owe it to myself. You do owe it to yourself and to our loyal listeners. Yeah, man. Get the people what they want. Before we get to Steelers Bills, you know, I had to throw this one in there. It's only right with the music that we play here. I mean, it's the Raiders. It's been a few weeks since we've picked a Raiders game, Moti. And it's the last time that they will be playing at the Black Hole. It could be the last time we ever see them as the Oakland Raiders. Oh, man. Hold on. Sorry. I got to put some respect on it. The Oakland Raiders. Arthur Motes, I'm not a big um existential guy. All right, you're you not. Know, I don't know if I believe in aliens and extraterrestrials. Are you and, sure? And creepy things and this and that and voodoo and juju and uh, and whatever word you want to put on it. <laughs> but I believe in juju. Well, Smith Schuster. There's just something with the black hole. When when that place is juiced, man, the Raiders just come alive. They go to another level. Hit it's, different at home. It does hit different at home, particularly when it's the last game. I don't know if you remember two years ago when they thought it was going to be the last Raiders game yeah. in Oakland. Hit different. That atmosphere was out of control. Well, you saw Charles Wilson on them boys, man. It was nuts. That atmosphere was out of control and the Raiders rolled to a victory. I think they do that again against the Jaguars on Sunday. Give me the Raiders minus six and a half. Raiders win by ten, something like that. Yeah, I got to roll with you, man. I agree. The black hole is different, and I don't trust the Jags. Like, the Jags are the Jags. Just just another guy. They're short for Jag and off. Bunch of Jags. Bunch of Jags. All right, Arthur Motes. Last but not least, the creme de la creme. The oh, five-star man. matchup the in day, prime time. The pick I've been dreading. Let's hear it, baby. Your peoples against your peoples. Yeah, bro. My brother from another verse, my brother. I'm going to get out of the way here because nobody, the people haven't been waiting no, on showing my bro, thoughts don't do on that this. To your boy. All right, they want to hear Arthur Motz's thoughts on this. Oh, the, uh, man. the Steelers are favored by two points. Yes. So uh, Bills are getting two points. Because so, it's so they're at home. I am going to take the Bills plus two. Ooh. But the Steelers win 14 to 13. Steelers by Ooh. one. But I'll take the two points with Buffalo. Give me Pittsburgh 14 to 13 Sunday night in prime time. Oh my God. I hate this. Arthur oh. Motes, here we go. All right, so pressure's me, on. All right, all right, bump that. I ain't even going. I ain't, I'm not playing this game, all right? Oh, you know no. what I meant. You know what I bleed. I know. You know, you know. know what, who, who, who I retired with. Who I retired with? The Pittsburgh Steelers. So with that being the case, give me Steelers to win it and the and the, the, the cover the spread, man. Okay. I got I got Steelers. Uh, I'm going 16-13. 16-13. Pittsburgh Steelers. I like it. That'll do it for our show this week. Again, you can catch me at Rivers tonight. You can catch Arthur Motes Red Lot. Across from PNC Park, across from Home Plate on Red Sunday. Five, hey, baby, we're out there. Oh, yeah, shout out to my man Wesley Euler on the ones and twos. Does oh, you a phenomenal job producing the show. You make me blush. Whew. 
He's just the best in the business, man. <laughs> That'll do it for us this week. Had some fun. Hope you did as well. Thanks to everybody on the Power Grid for chiming in today and every day. Let's do it again next week. Sound good? Sound like a plan. Same time, same place. High noon, as always, on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.